Welcome to the Big Ideas for Small Business podcast, hosted by fellow small business owner, Tim Hayden. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Big Ideas for Small Business. I am your host, Tim Hayden, and I'm really honored to have Mark Asbell with us today. Uh, Mark, welcome. Glad to be here. Yep. Hey, we're glad you're here. So, hey, Mark, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself before we jump in and talk about a really, uh, a really cool topic. All right. Well, you said my name, Mark Asbell. Uh, I have been married almost 21 years. I've got three kids. Uh, I like to joke that my wife thinks I'm awesome. So, uh, best husband of the 21st century. Uh, three teenage kids, though, it's a different story. I say maybe honorable mention dad. So, <laughs> I keep working on that. But uh, a little background I've got a broad range of experience in sales and marketing and operations management. Um, and one of the common threads through all that has been digital marketing. And so, uh, that's what has led to. Uh, Tavalo, which is our SEO and digital marketing business that I have with a couple of partners. And um, what we do is we help businesses attract more customers by boosting their visibility online. Okay. Hey, now say the name of your company one more time. Tavalo. T-A-V-A-L-L-O. Tavalo. Where did that name come from? Well, the truth is we just made it up. (laughs) (laughs) We wanted a short name. So if you, when you learn more about SEO and, and just the internet of things, uh, uh, it's always a good idea to have a catchy, short domain name. Okay. Uh, and so, you know, we didn't want to go with something because our, our vision for Tavalo is to be a, really a full-service digital marketing agency type of business. Uh, right now, we focus on search engine optimization, uh, which really gets into lots of different things when it comes to digital marketing. But uh, we want to, you know, have a broad uh, scope of of uh, services down the road that are you know fully capable of serving anyone in any way online and uh, so we we didn't want something that was a name that was too specific and kind of you know narrowed us down too much uh, so we wanted to just come up with something that was catchy okay. it, that's so we literally catchy. used a, a random word generator to come up with Tavalo <laughs> okay. that's definitely catchy so you know it piqued my interest before we even gotten started so that's good yeah so. yeah Hey, well, today's conversation is about search engine optimization or mm-hmm. SEO. So, hey, Mark, for a layman like me, what in the, I don't even know what that is or what it means. What is SEO? Yeah. Well, you said search engine optimization. That's, that's what SEO stands for. And in short, it's the process of optimizing an online presence. So a website or other online, you know, assets uh, to make those online, that online presence show up where people are searching, when they're searching for what you or your business want to be found for. That's what SEO accomplishes. Uh, So search engine algorithms, they use over 200 factors uh, to determine how to answer a user's query or their search. Um, And so for example, when someone searches for something related to, uh, like for your business, Sergeant Metal, electrical switch gear enclosure, uh, pick that up off your website. You would want Sergeant Metal to show up for that somewhere in the search results. Um, and so if you have the right content and other factors in place, uh, there's a higher probability that your business will show up for uh, that search. Okay. And uh, so that's what SEO helps accomplish. Okay. Well, one thing that um, you mentioned, you know, what are some, some of those online factors you mentioned you know, and I think there's a lot of algorithms and all that are going on. Is that correct? Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, that, you know, you're looking for, because that's, the, you're talking complete Greek to me. I don't even know what that means. So, yeah. 
Well, the algorithms are always changing. They're always updating them. And, you know, it's in the, in the SEO industry, uh, it's always a, a hot topic. What did they change? Because nobody knows. It's always, uh, it's always a big secret. What did they change? And everybody's looking at how uh, ranking, rankings and volume and all those things uh, are affected after a change so that it gives them clues about what might have changed. Anyway, so yeah, there's over 200 different factors and um, uh, some of the bigger ones that have remained constant uh, over time are things like uh, site security, site speed, how user friendly is it, how mobile responsive is it mm -hmm. in terms of the website itself um, and, and then a whole bunch of content related and, and lots of other technical factors that go into uh, uh, how the algorithm determines what is or isn't a good result to show its users when they search for something. Okay. Now, you made the comment. You said when they change the algorithms or they are constantly. Who is they? Is they that Google? Is the search engines. The search engines. Uh, the so. search engines. So it's Google. Google is by far. So between Google, Google Maps, YouTube, by far the most widely used search engine. Okay. Uh, but there's lots of other search engines, so to speak. So. Uh, like Yahoo, Bing, uh, DuckDuckGo. You know? DuckDuckGo. <laughs> there's lots of uh, there's lots of different ones that pop up and come and go and have moments of popularity or whatnot. But Google has you know dominated that space forever. Right, and continues. And that, do they continue to today? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I thought so too. So, hey, Mark, well, uh, pivoting uh, my next question: Why should businesses even care about this? Well, because. Millions and millions of people are doing billions of searches every single day, and uh, some of those searches are for potential, are, are, are from people who they are potential clients. So they're they're searching for things that are related to your business, and uh, uh, if you're not there, if you're not showing up in in their search results, then you're missing out. So mm -hmm. you're missing an opportunity to connect with them in some way, whether it be just serving them a piece of information that adds value to what you know they're they're interested in and puts your name in front of them or it's they're looking for something that's a direct opportunity to sell uh, to them you know you're missing an opportunity so okay that's no. that's why it's important to businesses I, I understand <laughs> yeah know, I understand yeah hey um, uh, my next question what if businesses get clients through referrals or sales teams that's um, that's great I love I love businesses getting um, business that way you know getting new clients that way uh, it's it's a great way to to, to get business because it, it means you have a good reputation but as uh, the population gets a little older you know I just read something the other day that reminded me that um, the oldest Millennials now are 40 so mm. you know and they grew up with the internet at their fingertips so even if they hear about some business from word of mouth or referral or whatnot uh, they trust that to a degree, but they also are going to go online to validate that mm. uh, through their own research and, and just, you know, do a little checking on their own to form their own, their, uh, come to their own conclusion, their own opinion about uh, who they want to do business with. So, so even if it's only for the purpose of validating what your uh, friends and previous uh, customers are, are saying about you, it's still important to have an online presence. Um, and, you know, there's also a thing for, that I, this is just kind of a personal opinion of mine that uh, word of mouth can also kind of, it can, it can be uh, dominated by 
the big brands or you know I call it the cool kids club so mm-hmm. whoever has done the, the the best job I guess of creating brand recognition and things like that and that's not always the best way for a customer and a business to connect it's not always the it's not always the best way for the best fit to happen uh, between a, a, a vendor and a client or uh, whatnot so a well-designed online presence will help a business show up in the right places to the right target clients for the right things. Yeah. Now, so. I'm going to, um, because I think, you know, we've got lots of small business leaders or owners that are, you know, leaning in and listening. And, and you know, they're start, they don't understand this, but they're, they're inquisitive to the topic that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. So, so really, you know, for me, so like, you know, with our business, we'll use Sarge Metal as an example. You know, we don't have an online presence where people can buy something on our website. But there's a lot of companies that probably do have a lot of things that they could buy something directly from their website. So for a company like ours, you know, we're a manufacturer. You know, we build things. Well, we don't have a portal people can go online and purchase. And I don't know any reason why we would, but we're open in the future if, it, if, it, if we do. But if we don't, um, you know, uh, when we connect with referrals or sales teams, so like um, that's when we're talking about like Google. We could pay Google. I'm using this as an example, but we there's Google. You can pay them, and your ad, your name will come up to the top. Is that right? Yeah, that's so one many, way to. Okay. Yeah, that's one way to get your your business out there in front of in front of the target audience uh, is through ads. And a lot of times we recommend uh, we help with and recommend doing uh, ads in addition to um, working on the SEO factors. Okay. Um, and in fact, that doing Google ads or any other ads uh, does require, it still does require some SEO-based knowledge mm-hmm. in terms of knowing which uh, keywords to target, which audiences to target, things of that nature. Okay. So, but from for this conversation, I've actually, I didn't know I did this, but did I just pivot from SEO and I started talking about ads? Are those two completely different things or are they connected or... They can be so. Ads is like a quicker way. You put money in, and you get to show up, or, or you're in the bidding game to show up. Uh, SEO is a little longer play. You got to do some work on it, and and over time you start to see results. And that's one of the that's one of the pushbacks a lot of businesses have to SEO as well. It takes too long. It's too expensive to to invest in that and hope that it works or whatever. Uh, or, or wait for it to work uh, where I can do ads and just immediately show up. And for some businesses, depending on the business type, that it makes sense to maybe go ads first and or maybe uh, focus on ads instead of SEO altogether or maybe do both in conjunction. It just depends on maybe what some of the objectives are, what some of the goals are. But yeah, uh, they, they are somewhat independent of each other, but okay. st- it's still important for... Um, even if you're doing ads for there to be some things SEO related that in place for the ads to work properly. Okay. Uh, if that makes sense. Yeah. That, uh, Google's yeah. not just going to serve up an ad for uh, a business that chooses particular keywords if it's completely irrelevant to what their website and their business is about. Okay. Um, so that just would defeat the purpose. So really, I, so I think so now to bring to bring us back in for the yeah. conversation today. So S. Uh, search engine optimization is the topic we're talking about today. Yeah, uh, paying for ads could be a bolt-on that someone may or may not choose to do. But but I like what you said. This is the long play. Right. This is you want to set things in place to where 
organically your website and your online presence through using great SEO techniques and all that mm-hmm. you know you, that you've discussed some and we'll talk about a little more. That is the that's the long play, but you can you can just do bolt-ons and things. And, exactly. And now if I go back, just because I mentioned it earlier, you know, if you've got an online presence, people can order from you online. Is that something completely different as well? Not necessarily. Uh, then you know that's e-commerce. Okay. It's, a, it's there's a little bit different game involved with S, for SEO with e-commerce, um, <clears throat> but. It's all, I mean, content still, the words and content that are on the page and the technical factors that that affect how Google looks. And so there's, you know, Google and the other search engines, they crawl the, they crawl all the internet and they're looking, they're reading, every, it's reading everything and looking at all the indicators um, to determine and indexing everything to determine what is the best answer for all these queries that people have. And, um, so any website, whether it's selling products or just providing information about a company and what they do and other articles related to that, uh, it's all context for, for the algorithm, for the, the bots to know what's the best answer to serve up for a, a person's search. So if someone searches for a particular product, that's when the uh, search engines are obviously going to serve up a site that offers a product for sale on okay. the site. Um, uh, if it's... A, a product that nobody sells online that maybe like for Sergeant Metal example uh, maybe nobody sells some of the products that you guys make online because mm-hmm. it's not an online product it's right. more of a custom you know metal work type of industrial thing that everybody knows about it but nobody can just go online and right get it shipped yeah. you know yeah <laughs> uh, you know they're, they're gonna serve up what company they believe is the best option based on what's on their website for that product, even okay. if they don't sell it online, okay. Okay. if that makes sense. Yeah, that, that so, does make yeah. sense. So, all right. Hey, long, yeah. long question. I added several pieces <laughs> to it, but thank you for answering us. That was really good. And I think, again, some of our listeners may be, we may have hit a hot topic, hot point for them that they want to do some more follow-up on, so that's good. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, hey, Mark, my next question, what is something that makes SEO and digital marketing, marketing different uh, from one type of business to another? Lots of things can can affect that. Um, it's all based on the objectives of the business and and understanding how people use the internet. Um, one of the one of the biggest dif- differentiators uh, for most businesses, though, to think about first is: are they local or are they non-local? Hmm. Um, and <clears throat> there can be some gray area in in terms of how you differentiate those as well especially when you think about it from the perspective of the search engine and how the search engine the search engines are getting smarter and smarter about knowing what the user's intent is when they search for something and knowing whether or not they should serve up a, a, a search result that shows a local answer to that question or a broad answer to that question um, and so for example if, if somebody searches um, for a, if somebody searches for a dentist they're not going across the country to the mm-hmm. to the dentist. They're looking for a dentist nearby. Mm-hmm. So, uh, or if they search for something that's closely related to a dental procedure or something, uh, they might be looking for something that's nearby. Mm-hmm. If they're looking for a, a dental product, going back to the e-commerce type of thing, they're looking for something really broad. Mm-hmm. And, and so the search result is going to be different depending on 
the user's intent and the algorithms are getting smarter and smarter about doing that. So back to the local versus non-local thing, a dentist is an example of a local. A sergeant metal is a non-local. Mm-hmm. It's more regional, maybe even national yeah, in some yeah. cases scope. Um, well, interestingly enough, Google will serve up regional map results. So the map local, so to speak, presence is still important, but maybe not as important for a sergeant metal type of business as it is for a a dental type of business, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. So the local versus non-local is a big point of differentiation to consider first in terms of where to focus first. Uh, Should a business focus on their Google My Business profile more so than their website, or should they focus more on their website more so than their Google? So how they prioritize where they put their focus. Um, And how, how they should prioritize what content to put on their website. Uh, or their social media, so on and so forth. So there's things like that to consider in terms of what makes it different for one business versus another. Does that answer that question? It does, but it it sounds hard. Yeah. Is it? It's it's not as hard as it maybe sounds. Okay. Uh, once you know what to do, um, and once you really get a firm grasp on um, how people are how people are looking for you, how people are. Uh, interacting with businesses like yours on the internet or looking for the information related to businesses like yours on the internet. Okay. You know, you mentioned uh, one thing, and you and I had lunch not too long ago, and uh, you talked about Google My Business. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, for our listeners that may not have ever heard of it, and and for the record, I didn't until you told me about it. So can you give a a quick little overview of what what that even means? Google My Business is is basically the profile that Google gives any business. Uh, if it knows about your business, it gives you that profile. Or a user can even be on online, and if they if they notice that you're that there is a business somewhere that's not already been given a Google My Business profile, they can submit it, and Google will review that and approve it and create a profile. So a Google My Business profile, is, it's basically a listing, like a, a, a pro, it's just that, a profile uh, for any business that is information about that business. So that if someone searches, for example, for Sergeant Metal, they're going to see a bunch of organic search results on the, you know, on the main part of that search results page. And then on the right-hand side, they're going to see a profile of Sergeant Metal. Um, and it's going to be information like it's going to show some pictures. It's going to maybe have your logo. It's going to have information about where you're located, when you're open, uh, what you do, mm-hmm. you, what category of business you fall into, that sort of thing. And if you and, and so for a small business owner or leader that's listening to our podcast today, if they don't own their Google My Business, oh, business yeah. that's what we were talking about. Yeah, yeah. They so, need. They need. Do yeah. they need to? If your business doesn't already have one, you need to go get one. Okay. You need, you need to go uh, create one, and or if it does have one, if you go and search your business and you see that there already is one, you need to make sure it is claimed and verified. Okay. Claimed and verified. There's a lot of Google My Business profiles sitting out there that nobody has claimed. So no, basically, the users are controlling what that profile says. They can go and submit information about that profile or about that business to Google, and Google will review that, but if Google doesn't know any better, it will go with what it, the user says about that business. So it could say that Sergeant Metal is open 24-7 to anybody come in the door, <laughs> you know, yeah. unless, yeah. unless uh, 
uh, it can verify that that's not true. Okay. Um, or unless someone is uh, someone internally has claimed and verified that business, and they are the one controlling that information. Okay. If that makes sense. It so does. Every, every business needs to claim and verify their yeah. Google My And business. I agree. And, hey, and, Mark, we haven't done that. We're getting ready to do that. Uh, you know, if our team hadn't done that, we're getting ready to do that. So Because uh, it's very important. I personally want to play offense. Yeah. If you don't own your Google My Business, you're playing defense, not offense. Yeah. Is that is yeah. that right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's really good. And I think that that's going to help some folks that are listening today, I believe. So that's really good. I didn't have a clue about that until you and I had lunch a little while back, a little while ago. So that's good. Hey, um, my next question, why wouldn't a business just do ads to show up at the top of search engines? Well, it's, you know, it's like we talked about before. They could do ads to just show up at the top. Um, but the difference, the big difference to understand between organic SEO and ads is um, <clears throat> once you have the organic SEO factors, you know, working for you and, and you're ranking for things, your business is showing up for for various searches related to your business high in the search results and you're getting traffic from that that is there for the long term that's going to work for you long term with ads you're putting money in you're telling it which keywords to target so that it knows when to show your ad and who to show it to that sort of thing and as long as you keep putting money in it keeps doing that for you as soon as you stop putting money in it stops doing that for you. Okay. So, so if you have ads without organic, um, it, as soon as you turn the, the advertising dollars off, it turns your business off. Okay. Uh, if that makes sense. Yeah, that does. But, but if you still, if and that's why for a lot of businesses it makes sense to maybe take a both and approach for a while to get um, to get you know, start showing up for some ad showing up in ads for some searches. Uh, but while they're while they're at the same time working on their organic factors to, and working those up the up the ranks, so that maybe once they get uh, to where they're showing up high in the organic results, they can turn off the ads and they'll be okay. Some like to just keep. We've seen some businesses that like to keep them both going, where they're just totally dominating all the search results. Okay, they're showing up in the ads. They're showing up in the organic, and all their competitors are just. Trying to get some crumbs off the table. Okay. <laughs> now, no, I think that's good. And like, you know, let's use our business, Sergeant Metal, as an example. You know, to me, I mean, we, we're, um, you know, we're just starting our 47th year in business. We've been around a long time. Again, when we first started, the internet wasn't even a thing, you know. Yeah. So, but now if you look, so I would say that, you know, we would probably be, um, in my opinion, but I, I would love your feedback, we would probably be more interested in doing the slow play and that we do search engine optimization and then let it organically do what it's going to do as compared to there may be some businesses that want to throw some mm-hmm. dollars in and, and let those things run parallel for a right. season. You know, I mean, but from what you don't know a lot about us, but what from what you know, do you think that is a good tactic to take? Again, unless we need an influx of business and we feel like that Google or whoever the search engine would be could help us to if we put some dollars in that may could help boost us. Mm-hmm. See, we don't sell to the public really. We do right. things for too. OEMs yep. and things like that. So I think from our perspective, it makes sense. But if a different company looks completely different than what Sergeant Metal does, there may be some things that they could do. That again, they may start with ads and do SEO in the future or a combination of both. I like the combination of both. But Mark, I've said a lot. What, what's your thoughts? It, again, depends on the business. It depends on the goals and objectives. I would say um, another thing to consider is the competitive landscape mm. online. So um, 
it, if you look and you see that a lot of your direct competitors are, are doing ads, um, but they're also showing up in the organic results, then you, then you might want to consider doing ads to compete with their ads. Um, <clears throat> if, if, you, if you look at, uh, if you look at how competitive is the, uh, are the keywords, like the, the searches for um, the context of your business. So mm-hmm. I would bet that there aren't, there's not a huge volume of search traffic for your type of business, for Sergeant Metal. But for uh, another type of business, like some of the local restaurants, people are searching all the time for a restaurant, mm-hmm. right? So it's, there's a difference there in, in, the, in the user intent, the search volume, that sort of thing. So long answer, <laughs> long-winded answer to come back to um, the competitive landscape has factors or variables to consider as well. So if... Um, if the keyword difficulty is another is another factor that kind of speaks to the competitive landscape if if the keyword difficulty is super high for keywords that are within the context of your business then it's going to be hard to rank harder to rank for those organically and then maybe it makes sense to make an ads play instead okay if the keyword difficulty is really low which it is for your for Sergeant Metal, there's not a ton of searches, so the keyword difficulty is relatively low. There's not a ton of other companies out there focusing on all the keywords that people are searching for and really making it competitive for those or, or spending ad dollars to compete for those. So the keyword, the, the difficulty to rank for those keywords is relatively low. Okay. So it's relatively easy to get better rankings for those organically okay that's I, I feel like i maybe confused that answer a little bit there's there's just so many factors to consider depending on the type of business okay whether or not it makes sense to go with ads okay. or the long organic plan. and honestly what you said to me was a little confusing but i think if it was to our listeners um hey i'll ask this now i was going <laughs> to ask you at the end but if if you've wet the appetite of somebody and they want to contact you to you know to find out more about what you do, what's the best way to contact? I was going to ask this last, but I'll yeah. ask it. And we're not done yet. So well, I mean, uh, Tavalo.com, T-A-V-A-L-L-O.com. Um, hit us up there on the contact page. My email is Mark M-A-R-K at Tavalo.com. Uh, hit me up that way. Okay. That's good. I mean, but uh, but for and what I'm looking at this through our business's lens. Uh-huh. So I like what you're saying. I think that you know we just need to up our SEO organically. I think that's going to be the best hit for us, uh, based off what you've told me today. So would you agree with that or no? Yeah, I okay. would agree with that. Okay. All right. And I'm I'm um, that's good. Hey, Mark, we're about done. But hey, uh, my next question: What's the most basic thing that any business can do, uh, should do? Well, like we talked about before, that Google My Business piece—that uh, is the most the most basic thing every business should do. Uh, I mean, it'd be good to have a website too. Right. <laughs> There's a lot of businesses that still, you know, just hey, I don't need a website. Well, yeah. I, most businesses do. Yeah. Need, at least need a website, but uh, at the very least, create that create and or claim and verify that Google My Business profile. Okay. Uh, get a website. Be active on at least one social media platform. That's one okay. thing we haven't really talked about. 
uh, that also comes into play with okay. with uh, with uh, SEO and, and okay. algorithms and all that. So okay. it is important. I mean, but it all needs to be done relative to the audience and the type of business. And all. that's a whole other subject we yeah. can talk about more. No, but, that's good. Uh, yeah, no, that's good. Hey, Mark. So as we close our podcast down today, uh, what's one piece of parting advice that you give all of our listeners? Don't get left behind. <laughs> I say that a little bit jokingly because yeah. I, I think about, uh, as I say that, I think about, you know, not just the books and movies about going to heaven, which yeah. is important. It is <laughs> but, most uh, important thing. But uh, uh, I'm talking about online. Don't get left behind online. I, you know, I see how much things are growing in our area and uh, people are moving from everywhere here and the yeah. population is just growing in general. And yeah. the more that happens and the more that a population ages and they're dependent on the internet for all their information, the more important it is to be there, to be online. So don't get left behind. And, and don't let all this overwhelm you. Uh, you know, break it down into baby steps and yep. take one step at a time. Uh, uh, that's really good. How do you eat the elephant? One bite at a time. Uh, that's right? exactly so. right. That's good. So, well, hey, Mark, man, thanks for coming in today, uh, hanging out, and hopefully, you know, hopefully some people reach out to you, you know, to help with the SEO. I know uh, we're interested in learning a little bit more ourselves. So, hey, for our listeners, thanks for listening. Take care and God bless. If you'd like to continue the journey with us, please subscribe on iTunes and leave us a review and let us know how we're doing. If there's specific topics you'd like to hear, be sure to put that in the comments as well. We'll be launching a new podcast on the first Wednesday of every month. If you know others that would get benefit from listening to this podcast, please share it with them and we'll be seeing you guys next month.